everyone. I can promise you now that this was like the last long break. And as I already mentioned on my Instagram, you can expect a new episode every Wednesday. So I promise I won't keep you waiting that long anymore. It's been a crazy time with the house move. Actually, yeah, that's the first podcast I'm doing in a new house. Not sure about the acoustics yet. That will see how it goes, but let's hope it's not bad. Let's hope you can still hear me well. <laughs> so moving the house was not the only change recently. I mean, as most of you are aware, I've separated after a few years. It's not been as difficult as people may think. I mean, I don't want to talk about that for too long because that's not the subject. That's not what I want to talk about today. As um, things are changing, there are new adventures and... I think the next one that was quite um, to be expected was that I would have to start dating again. I mean, not that I would have to, because I don't have to, but I chose to. And I thought, why not give it a go? And yes, what I want to talk about is how it is to date after you've not been dating for quite a few years. Um, it's been six years for me. Not a lot. I mean, I know some people are divorcing after being in the marriage and relationship for 10 years or 15 years or 20 years. I don't think these days it actually matters what age those people are because, you know, we see people in their 20s dating, we see people in their 50s or 60s dating and they're all being happy. I think it's beautiful. I think it's never too early. Well, I mean... Of course, we have to have our boundaries and, you know, I mean, of course, teenagers are dating, but, but not the dating I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful sight to see people who are like um, in the 50s or 60s um, being out there, being in the restaurants, just, just having the date and then, you know, you see that big, massive smile on the face and it's just really pretty. Um, even if you think that nothing else will happen to you. You've had your chance, you had your big love and your great relationship that lasted so many years. Here you are sitting on the table next to me and enjoying yourself. And really, I, I just love it. I just love watching it. But yeah, it's tricky. As nice as it looks and as good as it sounds and all this excitement, people being like, wow, you're going out. Who is that person and stuff? Um, well, before you even go out with somebody, there's like a long way for that to happen i think from what i can say i think that way is much longer now than it used to be six years ago i mean of course six years ago we already had like dating apps and, and we had the social media the old-fashioned way of meeting people like in, in pubs bars and clubs sort of started degrading a bit i think we all moved to the virtual way of dating and it's fine it's good Maybe for people who are like um, a bit more shy, it gives them a bit more time to warm up to somebody, to, to get to know them, to make sure that they're okay. I'm quite straightforward, really. I like to um, get to know somebody if I'm interested to, to get to know them like now. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, uh, I'm not going to just like say, oh, hi, would you like to go out? Because that is just stupid. But um, I don't need weeks of conversations 
to actually decide whether I want to go out with somebody or not. Most of the time, that's just, again, me, very subjectively, I find it a waste of time. If you get on with somebody, I'm pretty certain you can tell that after just like a couple of days or a good few hours of, of, of texting, depending on how the conversation flows. And if it flows well, perfect. Just go out there, have a coffee or, or, or drink and then, you know, see whether you actually have that connection in real life as well. And from my experience, you might be disappointed. <laughs> it's easy to be in your comfort zone and, you know, your own four walls and your phone and, and, and just you can literally just type anything you want and, you know, using emojis or GIFs at the moment. Um, it's sort of easy and nice to, to hold this conversation, but when you actually have that somebody in front of you, it doesn't always work the same way. Sometimes it's just difficult to, to find that language for the conversation to flow as, as good as it used to. I think if it's a mutual feeling and, and you both feel disappointed, the most likely is that neither would say it. It's bad because you just stare at each other and you, you try very hard to have that conversation, to have these little bits of sarcasm and jokes and stuff. And it just doesn't feel natural at all. Maybe it's better to just like cool down and sort of try instead of pushing and forcing towards it, that being like a first date, maybe just, you know, slow down a bit, try more friendly conversations and get into like, we could be good mates because we actually have things in common because you don't know, like if you see somebody in real life, anything can pull you off and it's normal. You know, we don't have to be attracted to people that we meet. There's no like obligation that I'm going out with you and I have to feel any attraction to you. I mean, pff, no, <laughs> not at all. Some people probably expect it. Some people probably want you to feel the same way they do about you. And if you can't, you can't. That's it. No one's desperate. You're not desperate. I'm not desperate. Take your time. And speaking about time, that is something that I have noticed. Although actually good things and bad things about the dating apps and I found them different to what I used to remember them being like. Some changed for the better. Uh, six years ago, I have not used Tinder. That was quite a new thing for me. To begin with, you know, all the swiping and then looking at the profiles and photos was quite interesting. But then you get all these notifications about people who swiped right at you and who liked your profile, you can't see them unless you purchase a monthly subscription or, or something. I'm a curious person. I don't like to sort of like have things hanging and not knowing who it was. So, um, yeah, of course I paid for it like pretty quickly, the first 15 minutes or something, I'd say. That made sense because then you can actually match with people who you are interested in as well. And then after 15 minutes, you realize that none of them sends you a first message. And when you send them the first message, sometimes they don't reply at all. Sometimes they reply like after three or four days, you're just thinking, why? Why do you actually like swipe right? And then you just go silent. I don't get it. I just don't get it. So yeah, that was strange. My first ever Tinder date 
was within 10 hours since I installed the app. It was quite fun. It was quite exciting to like, you know, my first dating app after such a long time. And I'm going out with someone. Yeah. <laughs> Safe to say we did not go out again. Uh, it was one of those examples that I, I just told you before where the perfect online conversation turned into silence and pretty much nothing to talk about. So, yes. <laughs> it's a great memory I've made. It's, it's an experience. It's something that taught me something. And yeah, after that, literally, I, I was chatting to, to other people for quite a while. And then my Tinder just gone. Well, basically, it was gone. Um, I couldn't match with people who um, liked my profile. I couldn't do anything. I didn't get any matches or, 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 or nothing like that. So I just left it hanging. I thought I would delete it as I did not cancel my subscription it renewed itself automatically. I left it hanging for a bit longer. I've um, reinstalled the profile and we'll see. But yeah, something I've noticed about um, about all the apps really, people are spoiled for choice. And that I'm not just like, you know, blaming others for it because that applies to me. I'm spoiled for choice because there are so many people out there that after like, the first couple of weeks you just become extremely picky and I've not been single for that long there are people out there who had been single for years and when I was in a relationship and I was thinking like how can someone be single for such a long time I know the answer now because it's difficult it's difficult for so many reasons if your expectations are growing like you don't want to settle on, on somebody, you know, you might not like the way they talk to you, you might not like the certain words or phrases or the, the way they talk or the way they look or the way they treat people or the way they talk about their friends or the family. Uh, there's so, so many things that we don't think about. Then we're facing it and we think like, no. So sometimes you just, sometimes it's instant. You can just sense it pretty quickly. Sometimes it takes you days to realize, oh, I don't really like this person. I don't want to go out with this person. And then you just call it down, start chatting to somebody else and pretty much hope that this time you're going to have something more in common. It doesn't always work like that, does it? I understand perfectly why there are so many single people, why they have such high expectations. Why do they feel fed up with dating? I understand it completely. I've reached that level. I've reached it pretty quickly, to be honest. <laughs> um, because it's tiring. From my perspective, after being with someone for such a long time, you might still not know what you want, but that's not the thing. I know what I don't want, and that's difficult. I see the red flags quite quickly. If I don't like something, that's it. That, to me, I'd say I lose interest. Sometimes it's sad as well when, you know, you start chatting to someone or, or someone just starts chatting to you and they, you know, they seem like the nicest people ever. They might not be the, and that's, it's going to sound like I'm discriminating people here, but I'm not. You know, people from outside your age group, you're potentially um, targeting, let's put it that way. We have different needs. 
It's great seeing people where there's a massive age gap between them. Like, you know, one of the partners is like 10 years or 15 years younger. It's great. It works for some people. Doesn't mean that it has to work for me at all. There's a lot of reasons for it. And sometimes it's really hard because, you know, you would love to like chat to this person, get to know them. And I personally was worried that what if they're going to start liking me? What if they all get too attached and then, you know, want something more? I just decided not to talk to them. To be honest, I feel like I'm one of those people I hated when I was dating six years ago when I tried to chat to somebody and they were like, oh, but you know, you're too young. And I was like, I'm not 18. I'm in my twenties. At this point, I totally understand it. My point of view has changed drastically. I can't help it. I mean... <laughs> We are all different. If you think about it, when you open the dating app, so many people out there, so much choice. You feel like you can just go crazy and choose whoever you want. At the end of the day, you're left with no choice. You're not guaranteed that you're gonna meet your match. You're not guaranteed that you're gonna meet someone who you're actually gonna click with, who will share your interests, who will have similar goals to you to actually even consider dating you know not not even talking about a relationship but but even like a long-term dating which at the moment seems pretty much impossible if you get so much choice why would you settle on this i spoke to quite a few single people recently and with quite a lot of them we got to the same conclusion that a lot of dates it's a one date only why is that? Are we making mistakes or are these people being too picky? Are we too picky? They making the mistakes that are putting us off? I would say neither. Nobody's making a mistake and nobody is too picky. I think this is just pretty standard. I think we all felt it. It can get quite tiring meeting people because you always have to make an effort and stuff. Some people just waste your time. They might not be interested at all from, from the start, or they might be too interested and that might put you off. It happens. It can happen to, to all of us, but there's nothing wrong with saying out loud how you feel about that person after like, let's say a first date. There's nothing wrong to say to somebody that it's better if we just stay friends. It's nothing wrong saying that you're completely not interested. You don't even want to be friends. It should be acceptable. Nobody should take any offense because what's the point then? Does anyone actually go out with someone that they n haven't met before and think that's the one? Because if you do, um, I don't understand it. I would like, I would like to understand if that's somebody's, um, somebody's way of thinking and, it, and if any of you ever felt that. On the other hand, there will be people who just go out to kill their time and they have neither serious plans or basically no plans whatsoever. It is difficult to find a balance sometimes. It is difficult to find a person who is balanced as well and who is quite open-minded to the possibility of becoming friends or actually going into dating. It's not impossible, of course. I mean, I've met a few interesting people um, and... It's nice. It's nice that you can like literally make new friends, have a connection with somebody in that way. 
if you both like each other, it's fine. It's cool. You don't honestly have to be attracted in any physical way. Um, sometimes you match on the intellectual level with somebody and it's brilliant. It's perfect because any opportunity to, to find a person who is actually similar to you in, in any ways, like your sense of humor, who understands that, like in my case, I, I can be quite sarcastic and my sense of humor isn't always the best. But if somebody does match it, it's great. You can actually spend a nice time and you can be long time friends. You never know. Before I finish, not to make it all like jolly good and amazing and like, you know, it's so great to go out there and meet people and stuff because it's not, well, because it isn't always great. It's, it's stressful. It's tiring. It's, it may not work out. People might not show up. That's what I want to talk about. People who don't appreciate your time. As I have chatted to quite a few of those recently, um, I would like to give my advice to you. Yeah, if you're out there dating, you know, chatting to people, um, going out, meeting new, new, new friends, mates, dates, don't lose your self-respect. Don't let people walk over you. It's very important to, to stay who you really are. Don't change for anyone. I've spoke to a few people and I've, I've had that happening to, to some of the people I know. As soon as they meet someone, they try to adjust and they just want to be with that person. They want to see them. They want to date them no matter what. If it suits them, it's fine. But sometimes they, it's quite obvious and you can see that they're struggling. You can see that they've changed so much that they're not being themselves anymore. I think in many cases, it can be a result of the relationship sort of evolving and they might discover themselves again. From my experience, in many cases, people try very hard from the start. And I know that some people will change completely from the date one because they like somebody so much that they don't want to let them go. They'll just do anything, say anything, act anyhow that a person would expect them to. I'd not recommend that. Unless, you know, you just want to like turn your life upside down and then you feel good with it. Perfect. It's your choice. I'd never do it. And I would advise anyone to just follow your heart, follow your soul really, and then just, just be yourself. I've had that myself, you know, um, my choice of places to go is different. So I'm pretty happy to go to like any restaurant, like it can be a chain, it can be like an sort of a beaten upper class sort of restaurant. I'm fine with both of them. I'm not picky, but it's quite difficult to, to sort of like connect with people about that simple thing as well. Cause someone might not feel comfortable in a chain restaurant or in a cozy pub. Someone else might not feel comfortable in the higher end restaurant. You know, it's fine because again, we are all different. What you need to do is to think who you really are. Which of these places do you belong to the most? And then you can decide if you took that person there, whether they felt comfortable or not. If they felt comfortable, is that where you would like to see yourself and them again? Is, you know, if they were not comfortable at all, would you like to go to a fast food place with them for, for, for the second date? Or is it something that that's going to spoil the date for you? It's, it's very difficult. You can't expect people to like the same things that you like. You can't expect people to dress the way you would like them to. You've got a choice. And if you don't like it, don't accept it. Because if you're going to ignore it now, it's going to start building up. In the meantime, 
you might meet somebody who will actually click with you, who would like to spend time with you in the places you want to. And those decisions, especially at the very beginning, are very tough because, you know, you've got like interaction, you like somebody's photos, you like someone's conversations, perfect. Then you realize it's not what I wanted. Don't change. Stay who you are. I would say the same goes with trying to look good. So when you go out, don't overdress, don't underdress either because you don't want to look like a slob. But if you overdress, that person might get the impression that you feel comfortable like that. Do you feel comfortable like that all the time? Do you actually want to dress like that all the time? Why would you give somebody a wrong impression about yourself? I don't understand. I don't understand why, why somebody would do it. You probably would be able to realize that you, you know, you get on with somebody quickly and it's very unlikely that you would know on a first date. It's probably very unlikely that you would know that on a second date, it takes time. But if there's a second and a third date, then I suppose that should give you an idea. Okay. Then trying to be smart to finish it. A few rules that I've learned don't um, get fed up with dating apps. They're annoying. Some people there are annoying. Some people that are not honest. Some people that are hiding stuff as I am there. And as people that I know are very genuine are on dating apps, sort of gives me like a hope that not everyone is bad out there. Also don't change yourself, whether you start chatting to someone of a dating app, whether you're actually going on a date, just be yourself. One last thing. <laughs> I've um, learned something as well. So like six years ago when I when I used to um, date and I used to go out, I used to try to not to say too much. I used to try not to come across as cold or, or come across as somebody who's got strong opinions on, on, on certain subjects and stuff. So I was just trying to be like, pretty bland and careful and cautious with what I'm saying, how I'm saying things, trying not to swear and stuff that much because I do swear quite a lot. At this point, I forgotten about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to, um, I just want to be myself. I want to talk about things that I would talk to somebody on a normal daily basis. I want to say things the way I would normally say them. If that scares someone that it's already a sign for me that it's not a good match because if someone would be your good match, they would understand it. They would probably follow that route and start talking to you in a similar way. So making jokes, being sarcastic or anything, depending on what you are like, I think it's good to have clear boundaries. I think it's good to be yourself. I think it's good to just set things straight, know what you want, stick to it and something good will come. Speak to you soon.